0: Welcome to the Launch With Flow podcast, a weekly show for purpose-driven women who are ready to embrace a feminine approach to launching. We'll be chatting all things cycle awareness and using your intuitive superpowers combined with the more practical aspects of launching like systems, workflows, planning, and tech. I'm your host, Laura, from Laura in Order, systems queen, cycle awareness coach, and lover of launches. My mission is to show you that launching can be fun and easy that you can do it in a way that is right for you and feel inspired, organized, calm and in control. So let's jump into this week's episode. How do you set yourself up for success in your launches? And I'm not just talking about the practical steps, but how do you take care of yourself and nourish your body, mind and soul? Because we all know it's our daily habits, it's the things we do every day, not every once in a while, that set the foundations for our success. And in today's episode, I'm going to take you through some of my favorite daily practices to help support me with my business and launching success. So daily habit number one is meditation. And I'll be the first to admit that meditation has not always been easy for me. But it is now a daily non-negotiable. A time just to sit in stillness, to let the outside world fall away, and to just be. Now, how you choose to meditate is completely your preference. I personally cannot stand doing silent meditations. I struggle so much. But when I first started to meditate, I thought that's how I had to do it. And that that was the only way to do it. And that was why it was such a struggle for me in the beginning. But when I started to realize that having a guided practice or some meditation music or some sound healing music on in the background that my mind could focus on, the rest of me could drop into that meditative state. And I found meditation so much easier. So if you need permission to choose to meditate in a style that works for you, Here it is right now. Now you might also find that you need different types of meditation in the different phases of your cycle. In your luteal and your deep luteal phases, so the phase just before you get your period, you're much more likely to be able to drop into a deep meditation. In the higher energy phases of your cycle, follicular and ovulation, you may find a walking meditation or a yoga flow class are going to be much more supportive. So trust what feels right for you. Just because someone says you have to meditate in a particular way doesn't mean that that's going to be what works for you. Daily practice number two is movement. Now, I think we all know the benefits of exercise and moving our body and how it is good for our health, but that is not where the good stuff ends. I know for me that moving my body is the best and the easiest way to get out of my head. You know those days when you're trying and you're pushing and you're trying to get things done but it just feels too hard, it's not flowing, it's not feeling easy. The best thing you can do is get up from your desk, walk away and do some kind of movement. Because moving your body will shift that stuck and stagnant energy It will get you out of the overthinking mode, out of the trying too hard mode. And when you sit back down at your desk, things will flow so much easier. And if you're a bit like me, I always seem to find the solutions to my problems or the best ideas when I'm not actively focusing on it and trying to force the answer to come. And walking away and moving your body is a great way to create that space. Daily practice number three is working on your mindset. I think we know that mindset is one of the core foundations for those of us in online business. Because if you don't believe something is possible, then it's not. And having a consistent mindset practice is going to be crucial to support you to take action and make progress in your business and your launches. Some of my favorite mindset practices include tapping or EFT, hypnotherapy or visualization, and journaling. Now, when it comes to journaling, I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with journaling. I go through phases where I will journal every day, sometimes multiple times a day, and then I might go through a phase where I don't journal for a while. But I typically know that when I resist doing it, that is the times that I know that I need to do it. Because often there's something there that my monkey mind is trying to convince me that I don't want to look at. I don't want to go and uncover. So pay attention to the practices that you think you maybe should be doing but are resisting. Because that's normally where the good stuff is. Daily practice number four. Energy and vibration. Now, I want to start with saying that this is not about spiritual bypassing and just trying to ignore all of the bad things that might be going on in your life and trying to high vibe your way out of it. You have to do the work on healing those past hurts, those traumas, those fears. Because without doing that work, they are just going to act like a lead balloon pulling you back down every time you try and high vibe your way out of a situation. Now, we all have an energetic set point or a default baseline setting. And yes, we can swing back and forth a bit like a pendulum depending on what's going on in our life. So we might feel really high vibe one day, perhaps a little lower vibe the next, but always trend back towards that set point. And it's what we do every day that supports us to either increase that energetic set point or baseline or not. So how do we go about managing our energy and our vibration? Now, firstly, as we just talked about, it's noticing our fears and our traumas, and it's doing the work to heal them so that when we are confronted with some of our stuff, we can work through it, we can shift it, and we can return back to that baseline so much quicker rather than rolling around in our mud pit feeling sorry for ourselves. Now, obviously, if you've got some really big, past hurts or past traumas there, then seek out the support that you might need from a practitioner to work through those. It's not something that you have to work through and deal with alone. And the second part of the energy and vibration is also about creating some daily habits that raise our vibration and our energy so that over time, that default set point starts to increase. So that might be things like dancing. I will admit, I love to have a good little boogie around my kitchen with some really cheesy dancey music on no one can see me, but it makes me feel good. And like we were just talking about before with the movement, it gets me out of my head back into my body and shifting that energy. For me, it's other things like snuggling with my puppy dogs, watching funny videos on YouTube, sitting in gratitude and appreciation for all of the good things that are going on in my life. Sometimes it's laughter, and I have to just share this quick little practice with you that I learned when I was in Bali in 2019 from one of the beautiful ladies that led us each morning in meditation and yoga. At the end of the yoga practice, we would always finish with laughter, and it would start, we would force ourselves to laugh, and over time, you would then all of a sudden fall into these fits of uncontrollable laughter. And can I tell you, you feel so much better afterwards. So if you're feeling like you need something to just to quickly shift and raise your energy, try forcing yourself to laugh because you won't have to force yourself for too long before you start to move into that energy. So pick some daily habits for you that feel good. Simple things that you can build into your day-to-day life that over time will increase and raise that energetic set point that you have. When things are going on in your life, you'll always return back to that baseline. Daily practice number five is rest, aka naps, if you're in the Laura and Order world. Now, I am a huge fan of naps. I think anyone who knows me or follows me on Instagram will know that I often talk about having naps. And I do have one most days. Some days it's only 20 minutes. Some days it can be a few hours. Some days I fall asleep, some days I just lie down and close my eyes. For me, it's about scheduling in that time to walk away from my desk, to create the space to rest, to allow myself to kind of pull all of my energy back into my body and to just give myself the space. And I know that even though, you know, sometimes it can be hard to take a break during the day when I get back to my desk afterwards, I am so much more productive. Now for you, it might not be naps. For you, it might be taking the time to go and sit outside in the sunshine and read a book, watch an episode of your favorite show on Netflix, whatever it is for you. Creating that downtime and that space to rest during the day will make you so much more productive when you sit down at your desk. And it's a lot more fun than sitting there, staring at a screen, trying to force yourself to push through when you're really just not feeling it. And I hope that today's episode has given you some practices that you can start to embed into your everyday life, even when you're not launching. Having these daily practices in place will not only help you manage your energy and how you feel on a day-to-day basis, but it will help you when you move into launch mode knowing that you've got these habits in place already, and it will make your business and launching so much easier. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the With Flow podcast. If you are ready for a different approach to launching, one that embraces your strengths and aligns with your cycle, an approach that doesn't feel overwhelming or require hustle, you can check out my program, Launch With Flow. There are self-study, group support, and VIP support options available. You can find all the details at launchwithflow.com.